passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We look to Sunday's game, one o'clock. It was flexed out of Monday night football. Uh, and I still think now that's actually a bit of a mistake because the interest level in this game, the Chiefs are struggling. They're scuffling. The weapons aren't there. There's a disconnect between Mahomes and his receivers, or rather the disconnect is he wants his receivers to catch the ball and line up on sides. And they seem resilient to the idea of actually doing their job correctly, which is causing big problems yeah. with the Chiefs. They're still a super talented team, but they're scuffling. And the Patriots, for the first time, Andy, all season long, are actually trending-ish, if you will, in the right direction. The defense is playing solid fundamental football. The offense had a half where they scored three touchdowns, which was absolutely mind-blowing. Um, I, I Tell me if I'm crazy to think, guys, that between what could possibly take transpire on the field with Taylor Swift there and possibly, as you pointed out on the podcast the other day, Andy, the appreciate Bill Belichick while you have him victory lap. If this is the final four games of his storied career with the Patriots, Jonas, I feel like this may be like the last real bit of juice in the stadium 
that you know we were there we were there you were the only you were the only alumni brave enough to say yes to the invitation <laughs> and handle the hundreds of angry fans with us up in the Putnam Club a few weeks ago which yes. i thought was a bold stroke and a brave move and you know that day sucked six nothing chargers like it couldn't get worse for the fan experience maybe just maybe this sunday we could actually have like a little bit of a scene and a vibe at the stadium uh, absolutely i agree and you could even throw in you know andy reed in there you know what i mean because there's definitely a um a rivalry between him and belichick you know what i mean so yep. that that's something that uh and i know and and they, they've got to win so like you're saying there's there's so many great storylines um that could potentially come out of this um but but i i think no matter what i i just think the patriots they've got to get a win they, they, this is this is the only. I feel like if if they don't win here, they could potentially lose out for the rest of the season. That that makes me very nervous because that <laughs> I, I feel like that momentum could just end up spurring the wrong way. And uh, I, it was nice to see the offense had some juice. And I thought you know obviously having Juju play, who's been banged up, um, mm -hmm. and and having him play really well, I think that's almost like the perfect storm for a guy like that. You know what I mean? To yeah. get a little juiced up to play against two of your former teams kind of back to back, you know what I mean? He gets Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. then he gets um, Kansas city. So, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know what I mean? That's, that's real. Mm -hmm. I think that that that's a nice little storyline in there as well. You know what I mean? So, so you're telling uh, me to take the over on the juju prop Sunday. Okay. Very good. Yeah, a absolutely. Right. I'm telling you, I feel like juju's a, and I know he was, <laughs> he was limping out the stadium at the end yep. of the game there, but, uh, I think that's just that's just the player, the fact that he's just a little older, you know what I mean, having the knee, you know what I mean. But uh, I think we're gonna get like a, a, a juiced juju um, come like come it. Sunday, and uh, we'll see, man. I I think that man, I feel like the Patriots need to win more than the Chiefs do, honestly. Yeah, it's it's an interesting game, and that's where Fitzy says, you know, this probably has more draw than they expected, and maybe they now regret moving it out of Monday night. Just quick side note on the Juju limp thing, um, and Fitzy can back me up on this. This was something that uh, I realized somewhere in August and scared the hell out of me. Wait, that's our new number one receiver. We replaced Jacoby Myers with him because literally you don't notice it on the field, but when he leaves the field, he limps at all times. He has sort of the ex-football player walk to him, even though he's a mm. current football player. And that's where I first became alarmed with the fact that he he was the number one receiver. So he has knee issues that I think are going to be an issue the rest of his life. Another veteran I wanted to touch on and get your perspective on, um, who I think was a huge part of the win last week with Juju, was Ezekiel Elliott. No Ramondre mm. Stevenson. He's out. And you got like old school Zeke. He had, I think, 29 or 30 touches in the game had that first touchdown, couple catches on the first drive. It was like a, a throwback Dallas, I'm the centerpiece of the offense, Zeke performance. And just wondered what you've thought of him because I maybe had a different, as a media guy, you never know, like the former All-Pro is coming into a new team. Is he going to have attitude? Like what is he, does he think he's supposed to be the centerpiece, even though Ramondre Stevenson's the younger centerpiece of the offense? And I have been just so impressed with the way Ezekiel Elliott has carried himself as the number two running back, the mentor to Stevenson, the buddy, like the aged guy that can sort of show him the way. What what have you seen from Ezekiel Elliott, not just last week, which was impressive, but all year long? Yeah, Zeke has been um, awesome. And it, 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 it didn't surprise me at all 
what he's done this season, what he has done, you know, even this past game, it didn't, it didn't surprise me at all. I actually have him on my fantasy team. So appreciate you, Zeke. Um, I actually did the handcuff. I had to remind you and him. So I, I, yep. I, I was, I was smart there, but um, yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to. So, but no, I even, you know, I, one, I, I had a chance to see a lot of what Zeke don't, was doing in the off season. And I know a few of the guys he was training with, and I knew he was putting in a ton of great work. And I knew like, it was almost like he put in more work this off season than he probably did in most of his career in maybe the last three, four seasons, just with so much, he's, you know, so much of a beating he had taken, you know, and carrying the ball a lot and, you know, and being relatively healthy his entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that he, you know, did a little bit less in the off season. And I think this off season, he did a lot more. So I knew that. And then two, he was kind of casted off from Dallas. You know what I mean? Like Zeke and Dallas kind of went together for a long time. You know what I mean? You could yep. not even think about Dallas without thinking about Zeke without doing, you know what I mean? You could not yep. even yep. Feed the so Zeke. to get casted away from your team like that. I felt like he had a chip on his shoulder and he wanted to show people that I'm still relatively young back. So I'm going to put in some work this off season. And then I think he didn't get a lot of offers in the offseason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was few teams yep. that gave him an offer. So he came in humbled. You know what I mean? Humbled from being casted off from Dallas. Humbled from not getting as many offers in the offseason. And, and humbled from knowing that he put in the work and still not getting the offers. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he was posting all his workouts. I was seeing it. And I was like, wow, he's putting in tons of work. And so I wasn't surprised by that. And uh, I, I think he... You know, the the one the really impressive thing about last game, I would say, is if you go back and watch that film, he was making so many first guy misses. You know, making the first guy miss is like one of the major things you look at as a running back. And guys were squeaking through the line. And he was making the first guy miss every time. And I was just like, wow, he, he looks rejuvenated. And I know he was even coming in to the game with like a thigh injury. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's just crazy to see a guy like that power through and and you know, having that Thursday game was probably the best thing for him because he got all that extra rest. So I, I think um, Zeke, you know, until Ramondre's back, and we'll see how that goes, he he could end up still putting some numbers up like that and being a focal point for the offense, especially in that screen game. And you already know he's great in the goal line. You know what right. I mean? So those two things, and he's great in blitz pickup. You know what I mean? He, you know, so you you really got a, a really good player. So a former All Pro that. Can, can still do it, you know what I mean? Not at a, yeah. at a great high level, but, you know, can still get it done. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching him. He was in for 52 out of 55 snaps against the Steelers. Had that touchdown, that nice, yeah, got soft hands. He's a much better pass catching back than people give him credit for. Like you said, great in blitz pickup uh, and can be a hammer on the goal line and between the tackles. And they're going to need all three phases of Zeke's game on Sunday against the Chiefs. And, you know, who knows exactly which version of the Chiefs we're going to get. They, we could get a super motivated Chiefs team because they lost again. La- yeah, which is probably what we're going to get. That's they the might worry. be laser That's focused. Concern. And then, like, it might, we'll get that. Yeah, yeah, and they might be like, oh, John Jones and Miles Bryant and Sean Wade have been playing above pay grade. Cool. Here comes Mahomes. Even if he's bringing in a USFL team of wide receivers, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Andy Reid, the Belichick rivalry. And I'm with you, Jonas. If they play tight to the Chiefs or even pull off the upset, who knows what kind of rip and winning streak they could go on the rest of the way if they lose and they get absolutely throttled by the Chiefs. Pack it in. Here comes three and fourteen, the number two pick overall. What kind of fit? Like what kind of finish Belichick wants if this is it for his tenure as Patriots head coach? Like this game Sunday means a ton. So let's uh, let's put our money where our mouths are. Let's do our little pick here on the game. 
Uh, time now for the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week, where every week here on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, we make our pick against the spread, brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash Six Rings to sign up and play today. Um, so the game is the Chiefs. The Chiefs opened up as a 10-point favorite. There's a lot of money coming in and a lot of confidence now on the Patriots. It's down to mm. eight and a half. A mm. lot of ju- – yeah, that's a that's a big move during the week. Mm, that gets a mm-hmm from Jonas. Uh, right, right. So there's a lot of action coming in now. I love it. I want a big game Sunday. I want a fun post game. I want there to be one last real jolt of electricity because you and I were at a funeral a few weeks ago, and now it feels like we could be back at a wedding or at least a quinceanera or something, something fun where everyone's in a good mood. It's the holidays. Let's celebrate. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna go this way. I think the Chiefs probably squeak out a win. But I think the plat- the Pats play him tooth and nail, hammer and tong, tough all the way. So my pick this week is I'm going to go Chiefs money line, but I think the Patriots cover the eight and a half point spread. Andy, what do you got? Uh, I think the Patriots should be worried about the Mahomes and the Andy Reid they get. They were pissed off the other day at themselves, at the world, at the refs. And I learned this over the years because, you know, Fitzy, I believe that the Chiefs right now are the Patriots. They are Brady. They are Belichick, best quarterback, best coach. They roll out of bed and go to the AFC title game every year. And I always learned over the years, if you piss off Brady and Belichick, yep. usually the opposition pays the price in the following game. And yeah. I think the Patriots might pay the price. I think Mahomes might be making plays and doing that. You know that thing when he listens for the play and he he, he moves his fingers like, keep it coming, keep it coming. Andy, what mm-hmm. you got next? I'm rolling here. I'm on a heater. Um, I think the Patriots secondary might feel the effects of a heater from Patrick Mahomes. I'll lay the, the number has moved downward. That helps me. I would have probably laid nine and a half or 10. I'm happy to lay eight and a half. Um, they're not facing Mitchell Trubisky this week. They are facing Patrick Mahomes, who's pissed off. And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for three bills and put up 30 plus points. So I'll lay those points. See what I have Mm. to work with Jonas. You see this? Yeah, just tell yeah. me what I think. Yeah, keep it real, Andy. You got to keep doing that, man. What you, I do. keep, you have to. You have to. <laughs> you know what? So I, I hmm. I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna go with the eight and a half as well. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say the Patriots cover that. And the reason why I'm saying that is the silence is deafening. <laughs> the, the fact that we can't hear any Belichick's not even talking about. His job security, the crafts not even are not even talking about it. Um, it. It's like the silence is deafening, and I think that's a good thing. I think they're all just going to work. You know what I mean? I feel like Belichick is trying to have his best defensive games, trying to put together great game plans. I think you got Gerard Mayo, who's been whispered about as a potential next head coach. He's trying to make sure that everybody knows that he can do the job. So he's putting together a great game plan. I think these guys are all locked in and ready to go. But like you, Andy, I have to agree. These guys, they are always in the AFC championship. There's not a lot of, you know, new teams make it. You know, it, it doesn't happen very often. It's always the the top quarterbacks usually make it. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. usually for the last 20 years, we can say it's been Mahomes, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers, who else has it been? We got a few off years here and there. So I still feel really good about the Chiefs, and I think they get it together. But I do do think that the Patriots make it a close game. All right. See, that's how how I'm feeling, too. Like the Pats, this is probably the best effort you will see from Belichick 
who could still very well be, you know, I hate to use a word for someone, you know, Andy, who's as accomplished and aged as Belichick experience. I won't say aged experiences Belichick to think like, I really still have to put out a resume just to make sure that I get a job with the chargers or the commanders and somebody pays me my mint and lets me have full control. But if another team who says, geez, you know, I know he is Belichick. He's the goat coach, but boy, that team really crapped the bed in 2023. Does he still have it? If he can go with this roster, Jonas up against the chiefs who just won the super bowl and are looking to get back there and drag this, you know, discombobulated roster to another championship or on a championship run and Belichick can go toe for toe with his rival coach and buddy, Andy Reed. I think that speaks volumes about what he can still bring to the table and why another team may be interested in him. So, um, again, I think it's going to be like they made a mistake flexing it out. Lucky us. We get to do a one o'clock game. We'll be right there. Four o'clock. We may even uh, give you a holler and check in with you after the pod and see if we can get a couple words from you on the post game show Sunday, Jonas to follow up. So, I uh, appreciate you, my man. We'll be on from 4 to 7.30 Sunday on WEI with the Six Rings postgame show. Jonas, for everyone who celebrates Jonas Gray Day, who loves seeing that you're doing well and hearing from you, uh, where can they follow you? And uh, what, do they, what do they need to know about what's going on and what's good for you these days? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate you both, Andy and Fitzy, for having me on. Um, you guys can catch me on X, um, formerly Twitter, um, mm-hmm. at Jonas L. Gray, at Jonas L. Gray. And then on Instagram, um, which I still haven't been able to change my name because I'm verified. So don't at me on this one, but uh, um, at the young bull, Jay Gray. No, no longer a young bull, but uh, I guess I'm still got the young Yeah, bull, young enough. Still a young bull. <laughs> yeah, you're but looking yeah, Yep, at the young bull, Jay Gray. And now I am actually um, a holistic performance coach. I work with tons of athletes, um, college, NFL, um, you name it. I work with a ton of high school athletes, just helping them build holistic programs for themselves, you know, both in terms of training, nutrition, um, strength and conditioning, um, you name it, uh, recovery, recruiting. I'm, I'm doing it all for these guys. So I'm almost a one-stop shop in terms of how you put together a routine in order to play at the highest level. Um, so yeah, that's what I do now. It's called uh, Athletes Plus. And um, thank you guys again, man. Appreciate it. Well, that's See, that's awesome. Like you are a, as we talked about so much of like proving who you are, like you literally have the, the bona fides and the resume to say to people like, you hadn't heard, look, look what I did. You know, I, I took my talents and I went from, you know, somebody who was grinding and scraping by on rosters to being an overnight superstar. And I can help you do that too. You may want to be in touch with Hart, by the way, because his son is a burgeoning superstar on the South coast Easy. of Massachusetts football. Hey, I'm just saying, well, I'm, pop, look, I'm popping the collar call for your it. son, but in all early, seriousness, I, I can tell you dealing with my son over the last year plus in his athletic career, a father can say, a million things a million times, but when somebody like Jonas says something or my son actually crossed paths with uh, Arthur Lynch, who's a former NFL tight end, Georgia tight end, and I think 15 minutes talking to him did more positive than, you know, 15 years of me beating him over the head because it's just the reality. Like, kids yes. tune their dads out, and sometimes they need somebody who has walked the path and has a little cachet to help them through. And I, I think the services you provide and others provide is, is huge because there's so many kids out there with talent and opportunities and they don't necessarily know how to get from 
point A where they are to point B with their abilities and the work ethic. And so I would uh, definitely say there's a need for your services in the world for uh, for lots of parents. out there. Yeah, you can say, don't eat that. And he's like, shut up, dad. But right. Jonas comes in and he's like, yeah, that's not good for you. He's like, Jonas Gray told me not to eat that. So now I'm going to get shredded. <laughs> Yeah, I told yep. you 20 times not to eat that. Why? Oh, he says it once. Oh, I see how it is. He's Jonas Green. Yes, exactly. Now you guys get it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. All right, Jonas. Uh, this has been a blast. We'll have you back. Hopefully we can get you on the uh, the FM postgame sometime soon, too. This has been Six Rings and Football Things, our preview of the Chiefs, and also catching up on all things Patriots with our guy, Jonas Gray. Make sure you give him a follow and keep in touch with what he's doing as well. We have been brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, and we are a presentation of WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. I'll see you at the stadium on Sunday. We'll talk to you after the game on WEEI. Enjoy the rest of your week, and you guys can look forward to Cadillac's Crucial Clashes, where Mike Cadillac and Andy Hart break down three matchups. You're going to want to keep both of your good functioning eyes on Sunday, 1 p.m. at the Razor between the Chefs and the Pats. For Jonas, for Hart, for Terp, this is Fitzy. Thanks for listening to Six Rings. We'll talk to you guys soon. Good day, God bless, and as always, go Pats. Hi, Bruins fans looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.